0: Welcome to the podcast series for the Journal of Neurophysiology. I'm Bill Yates, the Editor-in-Chief of the Journal, and today we will be discussing the article, A Reduced Amatosensory Gating Response in Individuals with Multiple Sclerosis is Related to Walking Impairment. This paper was included among September's APS Select, a collection of the very best original research papers published by the American Physiological Society. Before we begin, let's meet our guest.
1: Hi, I'm David Arpin. I'm currently a postdoc at the University of Louisville. However, this paper was part of my dissertation work, which was conducted at the University of Nebraska Medical Center under the direction of Drs. Max Kurz and Tony Wilson. And my research is focused on understanding and improving the mobility and muscular control of individuals with neurological impairments.
0: Could you please give us a brief introduction to the phenomenon of sensory gating?
1: Sure. So sensory gating is a physiological process where the central nervous system inhibits or suppresses redundant sensory information. For example, when two identical stimuli are presented in rapid succession, the neural response to the second stimulation is often weaker than the response for the first stimulation. And this sensory gating response is thought to serve as sort of a protective mechanism that prevents higher order cortical centers from being flooded with un necessary or redundant information. And this phenomenon is probably most commonly studied in the auditory domain, but a number of studies have also assessed gating in the somatosensory system, which is what we did in this paper.
0: What is the connection between sensory gating and multiple sclerosis?
1: Well, previous research has shown that with increasing age, there's a reduction in the somatosensory gating ability or an increase in cortical excitability in humans. And several animal studies have linked this to reduction in intracortical GABAergic inhibition. And several other studies have also shown that there's a reduction of GABAergic inhibition in individuals with multiple sclerosis. And in addition to this, it's also been shown that as somatosensory gating ability declines or the cortical hyper excitability increases with increasing age, there's also a reduction in tactile perception and poor tactile perception has also been linked with impaired balance and walking in individuals with MS. So based on this information, we wanted to assess the integrity of the sensory system in patients with MS by quantifying somatosensory gating and to see if this was related to walking performance.
0: What methods did you use to study somatosensory gating in patients with multiple sclerosis and healthy controls?
1: We used magnetoencephalography to collect and record the neuromagnetic responses or the brain responses to paired pulse electrical stimulation, which was applied to the posterior tibial nerve near the ankle. And in addition to this, we also had each of our participants walk across a digital mat that recorded their footsteps. And we used this data to evaluate their spatial temporal walking kinematics in order to determine if sensory gating might be related to the impaired mobility that's commonly seen in patients with MS.
0: Tell us about the results of your study.
1: So our main result was that we found reduced somatosensory gating in individuals with MS. And this was due to the fact that we found no difference in the amplitude of the neural response to the first of the two electrical stimulations in that pair stimulation paradigm. However, we did find that the amplitude of the neural response to the second stimulation was greatly reduced in the healthy control group, but not the MS group, indicating that the healthy controls were able to properly gate that second stimulation while the MS group was not. We also found differences between the two groups in all of the spatial temporal walking kinematics, which included walking velocity, cadence, step length, and step width, which was not really a new result as this has been reported in a number of other studies. But more importantly, in addition to this, we did find that the altered somatosensory gating responses were correlated with the aberrant spatial temporal gait kinematics.
0: What are the implications in the next steps of your work?
1: So because sensory gating is thought to represent the filtering of unnecessary information, our results might suggest that patients with MS are unable to filter out unnecessary information in order to properly process the relevant sensory information. And if this is the case, then deficits in sensory processing could contribute to the motor impairments that we see in patients with MS since sensory feedback is necessary to modify or coordinate movement. Additionally, the results of our correlation between somatosensory gating and walking performance suggest that the motor performance impairments seen in patients with MS are related to sensory processing deficits. So in the future, research and clinical work that's trying to sort of improve motor function in these individuals may want to place a greater emphasis on improving the sensory processing deficits. And finally, while I think this paper was a good first step, I think it's also important to develop ways of assessing the sensory processing during movement rather than assessing the two independently and that's sort of the next step for this research.
0: I'd like to thank our guests for participating in today's discussion of the article a reduced somatosensory gating response in individuals with multiple sclerosis is related to walking impairment part of the podcast series for the Journal of Neurophysiology.